Chagiga Beza Modalef, being seen, mitzvah re'ir. When you start a new Masechta, it's, it's very intimidating because the whole world changes, or new ideas, new concepts, new principles, and, and, and you're unfamiliar and you're uncomfortably ignorant. Well, I shouldn't say you, I'm talking about me. When I start a new Masechta, I feel uncomfortably ignorant. And you've got, to start, you've got to start doing something, and there are different ways. The academic way, the kind of normal linear way of doing it, is to spend some time on introductions. What are the principles of the Masechta? What is it based on? What's the frameworks? And what are the definitions? And, and, and spend a lot of time and you'll find even in the new Gomorrahs with, the, the, with all the printed help, uh, self-help things, the pages and pages and introductions to the Masechtas. Uh, there's only one way, I think, to, to get into a new Masechta and that's to dive in. And you start swimming and by the end of the year we'll already be into Chagiga. Instead of talking about Chagiga for, for six Shirim and then we're still not in Chagiga. The best way is dive in and, and we get it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to dive into this world of Chagiga. It's so different from Moed Cotton. It was a world we're familiar with. Chalamoed, Yom Tev, Avelut. These are things we deal with every day. Chagiga, we're now in the world of the Beis HaMikdash. We're now in an ideal world of the Beis HaMikdash. It's a different world, different ideas. And we need to get in and we need to get into them. Uh, let's start with the, with the relevant psukim in the Torah, as we always should. Um, in in Parashash Mishpatim, Shalosh Regalim Tachog Li Bashana. You shall celebrate three Regalim in the world, in the year. And we can discuss what a Regal is, why it's called Regal, what does Tachog mean, how do you celebrate? Not, not for today. Et Chaga Matzot Tishmo Shivat Yamim Tachal Matzot, then it starts with, with, with Pesach, and it says, Velo Ye Ra'u Fanai Rekam. But, don't see me, don't be seen by me empty-handed. That's what the what the Torah says. And that idea, that, that passive form, lo yero, it doesn't say lo tiru panai, don't come to the base amikdash empty-handed. Lo yero, in the passive form, and that is repeated over and over again in the Torah. In, in the few psukim further, shalosh pamim bashana, three times a year, not only Pesach, yera'e kols churchat pnei every male person should should be seen by Hashem in the Beis HaMikdash. Oh, now it's only the males. What does that mean? Uh, Rashi says, What does it mean? You mustn't come empty-handed. What do you come with? When you come to see my face at, in the Yom Tov, here Rashi twists it and doesn't say when you come to be seen by me, but when you come to see me, and the Gemara talks about that. Bring korbanot olot. Bring olach sacrifices. In Shemot and Kitisa, Shalosh Panim Bashanai, Yera Ekos Again, every male person shall be seen three times in the year. In Pashas Re'e and Dvorim, Shalosh Panim Bashanai, Yera Ekos Every male person should be seen in case you're not getting the message. It's for ma- males, it's for men, and it's about being seen. Ish Kematnat Yadok Vitashem Rekech Hashanatanlach says Rashi, What korbanot do you bring? The olot, the korban oila, which is the korban that is completely burnt on the Mizbeach, for ru'iyah, so there's such a thing called an olat ru'iyah, the oila that you bring specifically for this mitzvah. Or shalmeir chagigah, shalomim, or the, the, the korbanot that you bring, that you eat with your family. Instead of just cooking them at, cooking at home, you bring it in the Beis Hamikdash. It's brought as a korban shlomim, uh, and and that becomes part of the mitzvah of of Ria. Our Mishnah, the first Mishnah of, of Masech the Chagiga. So now let's dive in. Hakol chayavim b'riya. 
everybody is obligated with Riyah. Now, what did we just see in the, in the Psukim? Only men. So the Mishnah goes on. Chutz with the following exceptions. Cheres, shote, cotton, tumtum, andrigus, a person who's uh, deaf and dumb, a person who's intellectually challenged, mentally challenged, a, a cotton, a young, a young child. Tumtum. Tumtum is somebody who we're not sure. He, he seems to be neither male nor female. Androgynous is both male and female. Look how progressive the Mishnah was already talking about these things. But these are people who are born that way, not people who identify that way. Venoshim and women. Vavodim shenam shukhremen. Unfreed slaves. A chiger, a lame person, a suma, a blind person, a choyle, an ill person, a zokin, an old person. Anybody who can't walk there to the base. Those people are not chayavim, are not obligated with this mitzvah, this new interesting mitzvah of re'iyah. Says Rashi, that mitzvah that we learned about in these psukim, that's the subject of this Mishnah. There's no mention of korban in the Mishnah. This is, all that's mentioned in Mishnah is Re'iyah, and the entire Mishnah, I've only quoted the first few lines of the Mishnah, but in the entire Mishnah, there's no mention of the Korbanot, no direct mention of the Korbanot. It says Rashi, it's talking about the mitzvah of Re'iyah. You have to be seen in the temple yards, and the Azara of the Beis HaMikdash, you have to be seen there. That's the mitzvah. Um, and, and that's what we need to go into here in order to discover the Matmon. We've got to go into this a little bit more, more deeply. It says, uh, says Rabbeinu El-Khanan in the Tosfus. Rabbeinu El-Khanan is a Baal Tosfus himself, of course, and he is the son of the Ri. Um, and the Talmud of the Ri. The Ri is the nephew of Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam is the grandson of Rashi. There's our school of Tosfus. And Rabbe, so Rabbeinu El-Khanan who's now two generations after Rabbeinu Tam, just bear that in mind, um, asks three powerful questions on, on Rashi, on Rashi's suggestion that this mission is only talking about the mitzvah of Re'iyah, and that, which implies then all those people listed up to rim, they're free not only from the mitzvah, the, from the korban, but they're free from the whole mitzvah Re'iyah. And an Isha, a Katan, a Chiger, a Suma, all these people, they don't, they don't, there's no mitzvah re'iyah. Or maybe they're high of the Korban, we don't know because we're not talking about Korban. Rabbi Nelchonan asks three powerful questions, and therefore, Al-Kain Nirele Rabbeinu Tam. That's the reason. So if you understand the sequence and the history, then it's interesting. It's Al-Kain Nirele Rabbeinu Tam. That doesn't mean that Rabbeinu Nelchonan had a conversation and, and forced Rabbeinu Tam to this, to this position. Rabbeinu Tam was two generations before before Rabbeinu Echon, Rabbeinu Tam is Rabbeinu Echon's Rebbe's Rebbe. What Tosfus is saying, now you understand why Rabbeinu Tam said what he did. Rabbeinu Tam, what, how Rabbeinu Tam explained this Mishnah, was explained that way because of the four questions of Rabbeinu Echon. So Rabbeinu Tam didn't articulate the questions. They were articulated three, two generations later. But Rabbeinu Tam learned the Mishnah in such a way that took care of the three questions which were later in, going to be interpreted by his, or articulated by his great-nephew. The Madnitin Mairi Bekorban Uva Azara. The Mishnah is talking about both. The Korban and the Azara. These mitzvahs are linked. And although the Mishnah doesn't say specifically, Rabbeinu Elchonon proves it must be talking about both mitzvot. Verashi de Nakat Biryat Panim Bazara Nakat Chada. The Mashmatre and Rashi, he says, he says it's talking about the mitzvah of being seen. It doesn't mean only that. He's talking about the package of those mitzvahs, and those mitzvahs include the korban. 
and those who are potter are potter are free from everything. They don't have to come to the base Hamikdash. They don't have to bring a korban. They're completely not included in this area of mitzvah. That's that's how you've got to interpret Rashi. So the mission, if you just look at the mission alone, it's only talking about Riyah. Rashi says Riyah. When you go through Abayin Elchanan, you go through the source of it, you realize it's talking about the package called Riyah. If you open the package, you'll find korbanot inside it. So Riyah is one part of it. The korban Riyah is the being seen in the Beis Hamikdash, but the Riyah is also the label of the whole package. And when Rashi and the Mishnah are talking about korban, about Riyah, they're talking about the package. That's how Rabbeinu Tam explains it, because because you've got to explain it that way, otherwise you hit Rabbeinu Elchanan's three questions. However, says to says Toysfus, the Yerushalmi is different. The Yerushalmi learns from the mitzvah of Hakel that whether or not you're chayev to bring the korban, re'ir you're chayev. So even those who don't have to bring the korban do have to appear in the Beis Hamikdash. So it would appear, according to Tosfos, that there's a massive machloket between the Yerushalmi and the Bavli in the understanding of these principles. How linked are these two? Are these two mitzvahs, the korban, the re'ir, and the and the mitzvah tree, the, the, the ola, the korban that you have to bring, the sacrifice you have to bring, and just being seen there, are those two mitzvahs inextricably linked or are they separated? From the Rambam, we see clearly that they're linked. So according to Tosfos, we would, the way we've learned in Tosfos, the Rambam goes like our Gemara. And the Rambam says that there are three mitzvot I say in, in, on Yom Tov, re'ir, which is the one we're talking about, chagiga, which is that you've got to explain further on that Chagigo means bringing Shlamim. You've got to bring the, these Shlamim sacrifices which your family eats. And the fourth, the third mitzvah is Simcha. And you've got to bring Simcha, which is extra Shlamim, even more than that. That, that there's a lot of celebration in the home and, you, and the rivet goes into the question on that part, the women are also chayavot. The Rambam also says that, but the rivet says the way that a woman is mekayemet simcha is through her husband and family. It's by being part. It doesn't mean she has to bring the korban, but she's part of the whole celebration. But on the area of the korban re'iyah, which is our focus at the moment, it says, it says the Rambam, if a person appears at the Beis Hamikdash without an oil in his hand, not only didn't he fulfill the mitzvah of Re'iyah, although he's there and he can be seen, but he's got nothing in his hands. He's over on a lotase. He's actually doing something wrong. It's an interesting example of where you can do what is a mitzvah and you've got an avera instead. You're coming to the Beis Hamikdash. What can be wrong? At least I'm coming. No, you're coming in the wrong way, and it does, not only doesn't count as a mitzvah, says the Rambam, this is an aver, it's a mitzvah's lotaseh. According to the Turayevin, this is the Shagas Arya. Shagas Arya, the time of the Vilna Gaon, brilliant, brilliant Shagas Arya. Uh, we haven't got a lot of what he's written, but what he's written, the Shagas Arya, the Turayevin, his writings teach us how to learn. They're just so magnificent. The, the Turayevin says, according to the Rambam, clearly, lo yera'u panai reikam is a tenai la'asei de yera'e. The bringing a korban is a condition for the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Yerai. So yes, you can come to the Beis Hamikdash, now you see, and have I done the mitzvah? Yes, but you haven't fulfilled it. Uh, in order to fulfill it, there's a missing component. The missing component is the korban, and it's clear from the Rambam, says the Tureven, that you've got, to bring the, the, you've got to bring the korban to be part of that mitzvah of Yerai, because Yerai without korban, the Tureven explains in the Rambam is, it can't be. You can't have 
the Yerayeh being seen in the Beis HaMikdash without coming with a Korban. That would mean that the Yerushalmi holds that it's one mitzvah. So according to the Tureyev, and that's the machloket between the Yerushalmi and the Bavli. That the Bavli, our Gemara holds, and he proves it, and the Rabbeinu Achonon's proofs, and all of these proofs make it clear that the two mitzvahs are linked. You can't have one without the other. According to the Yerushalmi, they're two separate mitzvot. The Yosameach, the Yosameach is the Rameh uh, Simcha of Dvinsk. This is died just before the, the, the Second World War. Just, again, just a, a Meshe, he's also the Meshe Chochma. Uh, the Yosameach is just such an important uh, way of understanding the Rambam, not just this Rambam, but he wrote on the whole of Rambam. And he says, where does the Rambam get this from, that these two are linked? This is not a machloket bavli in Yerushalmi, says the Osamach. It's ingenious, says the Osamach. He finds this a Torah koanim in Pashas Achreimot. The Torah koanim says that the, this is the time of the Mishnah, this is serious authority, almost as much authority as a Mishnah, says that this mitzvah of Yerai is like the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. The sham shelo im hakorban en shum mitzvah, if a Kohen Godel comes into the Kod Kadoshim without his Korban, there's no mitzvah. Can be Yisrael Berego, below Korban, lo kai mitzvah saseh klal. The Tzeras Kohanim says, so if the Jew comes on Sholosh Regalim without a Korban, has not been Mekayim the mitzvah at all. That's where the Rambam gets it. So how can the Yerushalmi go against the Torah Kohanim? So the Or Samach works out, the Yerushalmi is not disagreeing. There's only one view. And that's what's important for the understanding of our matmon. The way the Samech revolves that there's no machlokas about this. The mitzvahs of lo ye means you've got to come with a korban. If you don't come with a korban, you haven't been became the mitzvah of lo ye And according to the Rambam, you've even been over the mitzvah of, um, of, of coming without a korban in your hand. So what, so what have we got? So that means everybody agrees that the, the, the smag, by the way, the smag is Ramosh Mikotzi, also a Baal uh, a Talmud of Rabbeinu Tam. So you see where all these families fit in. Uh, Rav Moshe Mikotzi wrote the Smag, the Sefer Mitzvah Sagodl, bases it on the Rambam. So although he's a Baal Tosfes, he's got access to the Rambam and he brings the Rambam to the Baalei Tosfes. In the Sefer Mitzvah Godel, the Baalei Tosfes get access to the Rambam. He paraphrases the Rambam and just adds in an important phrase of a Gamlo Iviya B'Tashlumin. So what is it if one comes to to the to the Beis Hamikdash on Yom Tov, and and you didn't bring a korban an oila we'll learn in the Masechta that if you didn't bring it on the first day Yom Tov, you've got another six days to bring it. Uh, so when the Rambam says if you came without a korban you didn't you're not mekayim anything that means you didn't even bring it betashlumin you didn't bring it at all. Just have that in the back of your minds as we work through it. But what do we have here? We have here there's a mitzvah of law yerayeh. A mitzvah of, of Yerayeh. Shalosh Paimim B'Shana, Yerayeh. And we've seen it repeated over and over and over again in the Torah. And Rashi points out on the Chumash that there are times when the, when the Torah repeats the same thing many times because each one teaches something else. But one thing is for sure, there's emphasis. Uh, emphasis of Lo Yerayeh Reikam. And, and Shalosh Paimim Yerayeh calls Churcha. Every male person must be seen. What is this must be seen? You know, we all want to be seen. Everybody wants to be recognized. Everybody wants to be validated. It's one of the most humiliating things to feel unseen. You sit in somebody's presence and they completely ignore you. Uh, they talk past you. They talk through you. They talk over you. Uh, people find that incredibly humiliating and disrespectful. And sometimes we do it 
uh, unconsciously, and it's a, it's a terrible thing to do. It diminishes the value of a human being. It's an, <coughs> it's an arrogant thing to do. It's a horrible thing to do, and people feel it. People want to be seen. In South Africa, during the apartheid years, many, many black people have told me that one of the hardest things was they felt unseen. And white people would walk past and they wouldn't say, in your own house, you would have servants who've been in your house for 20 years and there, there are white, uh, the white employers of, of servants at that time who didn't know them, didn't know their real names, knew nothing about their families, nothing, lived in their house for 20 years and they knew nothing about them. And the black people tell me the most painful thing in apartheid for them was not being seen by the people you're close to, just not being seen, you don't exist. Lo yerae, what do we learn here? You want to be seen. It's important for you to be seen. Make a contribution. Do something. Don't just show up and expect to be seen. That's not, that's not how it works. Yes, it's important to be seen. But don't come. Lo yera'u panayre come. Don't try and be seen empty-handed. If you feel, and I'm not making any comparisons to apartheid, that was a different problem entirely. Uh, because the black people made enormous contribution. That, that wasn't the issue. That was straight-out racism. But the, um, the, 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 what we're talking about here is just for an ordinary person. You want to be seen. Sometimes you, see, you find in a family, a husband or a father says, I don't feel seen. I go to work. I come back. Nobody notices me. I walk into the house. Nobody even notices I'm back. I've been away for four days overseas or for two weeks overseas. I come back. Nobody even notices I was gone. It's a terrible feeling not to be noticed. But we've got to know, if you're not noticed, what do you check? Are your hands reikam? Did you come back? If you come back from overseas and you've got gifts for everybody, everybody will notice you've been away. This is with everything. For lawyer, you want to be seen, whether it's to be seen by Hashem or to be seen by other human beings, come, don't come empty-handed. Make a difference. If you just turn up, you just show up and expect to be recognized, it doesn't happen. If you show up and you bring something, whether you bring something emotionally or mentally or intellectually or financially, or it doesn't matter what, just make a difference. Don't just be another Shlemiel who's just watching, an observer. If you're an observer, you won't be observed. The only way you will be observed, you can observe, you can stand on the side and be observed, but you will not be observed. If you want to be observed, the only way to be observed is to come with a contribution, to come with a Korban.